0: it's time for dr chomo cousins on
1: fresh wind radio our god is bigger than all our problems bigger than all our fears god is bigger than any mountain you see or cannot see our God is more than just a talking and declaring God. Our God is a God of doing. There's nothing impossible, no circumstance too gone for God to change. There's no problem too big God cannot solve. There's no sickness that God cannot heal. There's no prayer that God cannot answer. There's no sinner too lost that he can't save. There's no backslider that's backslider so far God can't there's no marriage that God can't fix. We hope
0: you're excited to hear God's word today on Fresh Wind Radio. We've got some incredible opportunities lined up for you later on in the broadcast to support this radio ministry. But for now, let's get straight to the word with Dr. Jomo Cousin.
1: Today, we're going to delve into part two of RSVP. Uh, RSVP is a French word that means uh, please respond. Please respond. RSVP. Uh, this part two is entitled, You Are Not Forgotten. You Are Not Forgotten. Look at the name and say, you're not forgotten. Come on, look at the name and say, you're not forgotten. Say, God, God, God didn't forget about you. <laughs> I read this story and it, it a good laugh and uh this lady middle-aged lady uh she passed away and she went to heaven and uh when she got to heaven she had a conversation with god and says lord i just want a little bit more time there's more stuff i wanted to do and god says okay well praise god you know uh i'll give you a little bit more time so praise god she 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 came uh she she came back and uh, the first thing she did, y'all, you know, there was the new commercials, new commercial, I'll new teeth now. Man, you get a whole new grill, y'all. So she, she first thing she did, she got a whole new grill. So now she's on TV smiling, praise God. Got a whole new grill. You know, her hair was kind of falling. So you know what she did? She went and got her some Yaki or Remy. I don't know which one is a good one, but she, she went and got her some good weave to God be the glory. And then she said, you know what? I want to fix every part of my body. And she went to a plastic surgeon and she did everything. Boy, she was looking good, y'all. Then, praise God, she finished all that. And she leaves the hospital and she walks across the road and gets ran on. So, praise God, so, so now she gets to heaven. She said, Lord, I can't believe this happened to me. I thought you said I had more time. And God says, I'm sorry I didn't recognize you. Look at your neighbor and say, God will not forget you. I don't care how much hair you get. I don't care if you fix this or fix that. Guess what? God will not forget you. Look at your neighbor and say, it's not too late. Come on, it's not too late. Praise God. As you go through life, oftentimes people feel as if God has forgotten about you. What about me, God? I've I've gone through all these seasons, and sometimes it feels like God has left us behind. But I want you to all know some facts today. We serve an omnipotent God with nothing being impossible for our God. Our God is bigger than all our problems, bigger than all our fears. God is bigger than any mountain you see or cannot see. Our God is more than just a talking and declaring God. Our God is a God of doing. There's nothing impossible, no circumstance too gone for God to change. There's no problem too big God cannot solve. There's no sickness that God cannot heal. There's no prayer that God cannot answer. There's no sinner too lost that he can't save. There's no backslider that's backslided so far God can't reach them. There's no marriage that God can't. We wish sometimes as people say, well, I don't know if God can do it. Look at your neighbor and say, God can do all things. See, that's the problem. If Humpty Dumpty would have known about that, he would have been put back together again, but he didn't have a relationship with God. Look at your neighbor and say, you can smile sometime today. Praise God. They say that there's many ways to heaven. But I want y'all to know there's only one door. One door, Jesus. Today we're going to be teaching from Luke 23, Luke 23. This is the story of Jesus and the two sinners on the cross. starts this, two others also who were criminals were being led away to be executed with him. This next scripture will tell you who these people were, what the crimes were they committed. I believe it's Mark, Matthew, there it is. At the same time, two robbers, so now we know they were were crucified with Jesus, one on the right and one on the left. Prior to Jesus uh, making this walk, uh, two disciples said, Jesus, we got one question we want to ask you, one honor. Can we be on the right side and left side when you enter your kingdom? But they didn't understand the price and the cost of the kingdom. So they thought that just being into this spot would be a good seat. No, let's, let's look what these brothers said in Mark. In Mark, will oh, bless you. <laughs> James and John, look what they said. John, Mark, excuse me, Mark 1035. James and John, the two sons of Zebedee, came to him saying, Teacher, we want you to do for us whatever we ask of you. And he replied to them, What do you want me to do for you? And they said to him, Grant that we may sit with you one on the right and one on your left in your glory, your majesty and splendor in your kingdom. But Jesus said to them, you don't know what you're asking. Are you able to drink the cup that I drink or be baptized with the baptism of suffering and death, which I am baptized? It's amazing to me how everybody wants to sit next to you but don't want to pay the price. See, they see your glory but don't know the story. They don't know the price and the cost Of your anointing. Oh, glory to God. There's a price we pay, but often people don't recognize. Let's go back to Luke. Let's go back to Luke. Verse 33. When they came to the place called the Skull, in other words, Golgotha, they were crucified. They crucified him and the criminals, one on the right and one on the left. And Jesus was saying, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do, now I got a question for you. Everyone, look at your hands. Everyone look at your hands. Look at your hands. Okay? Now, now touch the center of your hands. Uh, can, can, you, can, you, can you put your hand through it? Can can, can you? Oh. So so if if, if your hands aren't pierced, uh, why are you still holding on to what they did to you? Come on, touch, come on. If you have somebody next to you, touch their side. Were you pierced? Are, are you good? Come on, touch it. Come on, come on, touch it. Now, now, look at him and say, look, if you touch me one more time, I don't know you like that. <laughs> I don't, keep your hands up off me now. No, no, but, 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 but Jesus, Lord, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Now, he's on the cross being crucified. And he's not talking about his pain, he's talking about forgiveness. I got a question to you. What are you holding on to? Because see, when you hold on to something or holding someone back because you can't forgive them, you're saying you are going, some, going through something greater than the cross. So if Jesus could say, forgive them, for they know not what they do, what's holding you back? Look at his name and say, I don't know who he's talking about. I don't know, I don't know why he's talking about this today to God be the glory. Lord, forgive them. For they know not what they do. The Bible says, and they cast lots, throwing dice, gambled, to see who would get his clothes. Now, obviously, they weren't rags, because you wouldn't be shooting dice for rags. They were good clothes. That was a, a Roman tradition. To, they would see different people would try to get clothes from the dead body. Boy, oh, boy. Stuff ain't changed much, huh? Verse 35. Now the people stood by watching, but even the rulers ridiculed and sneered at him, saying, he saved others from death. Let him save himself if he is the Christ, the Messiah, the anointed of God, his chosen one. The soldiers also mocked him coming up to him and cruelly offering him sour wine. Now if you're thirsty, the last thing you want is something sour and bitter. They were trying to make fun of him. And sarcastically saying, if you're really the king of the Jews, save yourself from death. Now, the Bible clearly states that Jesus can call on legions of angels, and he could have saved himself. But it wasn't about him. It was about us. Verse 38. Now there was an inscription above him. This is the king of Jews, one of the criminals who had been hanged on the cross. Cork-
0: You simply enter the access code one zero one eight zero four. Again, the access code is one zero one eight zero four. For more information or to leave a prayer request for Doctor Jomo to pray over, please visit our website at FreshWindRadio.com. And now, let's get back to the Word.
1: Him kept hurling abuse at him, saying, If you are the Christ, lift yourself up off this Christ and us too. <laughs> Verse 40 But the other one rebuked him, saying, Do you not even fear God, since you're under the same curse and sentence? We are justly suffering because we are getting what we deserve, but this man has done nothing wrong. Now imagine this, Jesus is on the cross in the middle. (laughs) What made crucifixion so painful was uh, where they pierced you was nerve, all these nerves in your body. Then the seat that they had you sit on uh, was razor sharp. So the, the, the goal is that when you try to sit to rest, it is so sharp, it cuts you. But the challenge is the only way to breathe is to stand up. Because the way they can't, they have you, you have to stand up for your lungs to expand. So now the crucifixion is like this. And if anyone's exercise it's only so long you can go up and down. And before you know it, you suffocate. Now imagine you're going through this process And you got two jokers on both sides arguing. Now, Jesus is not saying a word because no one has spoken to him. They're in the midst of arguing with each other. Now, we're going to show you the breakdown between the two different sinners. This one sinner, he's just railing. He's on the highway to hell. He's not concerned about this situation. But the other sinner... He recognizes something. And this is a blessing for all of us. Because the one thing to realize is no one is so lost for Christ. No one's too, too far gone for Christ. Let me show y'all the next slide. Look what it says. The first sinner mocked, okay? Look what the second sinner did. Next slide. Number one, he feared God. Notice he says, Do you not even fear God? Then next one, he rebuked the other criminal for not fearing God. You don't fear God. He acknowledged his own condemnation. We deserve what we're going through. But this dude, no. Acknowledge justice for the crimes committed. This This is the price we're paying for what we have done. The next one for you. Number five, confess faith in the innocence of Christ. Six, confess Jesus as Lord. Now here's the crazy thing. The sinner's on the cross with all these facts. And the Bible says the disciples scattered. So at that moment, who had the most faith? The sinner on the cross. Godly. He confessed faith in the eventual triumph of Christ and asked for mercy. Now, let's get back, let's get back into Luke. Look what this says. This blessed my life. Verse 42. And he was saying, Jesus please remember me when you come into your kingdom. So this hit me. In Jeremiah, the word says, before the world was formed, I knew you and I consecrated you. Genesis 1.26 said, we are made in his image and his likeness. So why would I have to say, Lord, remember me, If God already knows me (laughs) then as you dig deeper I understand what the Bible was saying when the sinner is saying Lord remember me he is saying (laughs) Lord life has dismembered me and I need you to remember me he's saying Lord can you put me back together? See, I've been through some things in my life, and it seems like my life has been broken. Lord, remember me. See, some of us have been through some seasons in life where you might have been through a tough divorce, and after that you feel broken and you feel like you're lost and you can cry, Lord remember me some of us have gone through some seasons in life where you've been through some tough season trials and it feels like you lost your way and he said Lord remember me Lord can you put me back together again because see life has broken me and Lord I need your help to remember me because see if you truth be told there's been some things that's happened to us and we've lost our way and he said Lord there was some abandonment. There were some things that happened to me that kind of got me off track. And I had dreams and I had goals. But I've been through some things and I kind of lost my way. Lord, remember me. There are some mistakes I made along the way that I knew I shouldn't have did. And now, Lord, can, can you put me back on track? Can you, can you put my life back together? I don't know about you, but if you live long enough... There's going to be some seasons in your life where it seems like you've gone off the rails, and I I don't know how to get back to where I need to be. Lord, <laughs> remember me. Lord, put me back. My, my my baby boy, he he likes robots, and uh, I forgot the name of the, uh, the the movie, but the robots were fighting, and uh was Transformers, all the movies. So, uh... My wife buys him Legos, and she, he puts it together. And then my son puts these, these uh, robots together, and they fight. And it's a good fight, and they all smash up. And I said, son, I spent too much money on these robots for you to be breaking out all of them. He says, "Nah, Daddy, I got instructions. I know how to put them back together. My God, I'm telling you, family, I'm telling you, life may have crushed you. Life may have hurt you. But let me tell you something. We serve a God with an instruction manual, and God can put you back together God can change your situation around cause see sometimes you feel like God don't know my story God don't know my pain but he never sleeps nor slumbers God is always on time and God sees what you're going through (laughs) my wife had some issues with her old truck and we took it to Ford it was a Ford expedition and we said this is wrong and this is wrong and my wife says can you fix it all or do we have to start over? Now, you know, you know, Pastor Jomo, let, let's fix this. <laughs> Pastor Sarmay said, I need a new truck. I said, no, no, no. Come on, brothers. Come on, come on. If we could ride this a couple more miles. Come on, we could put a little bit more miles. <laughs> and the guy from Ford says, can we fix it? We made it. Just bring me the... And sometimes in your life, you feel like you've gone too far. You've been through too much and you feel like, God, can you fix it? Well, guess what? There's a story in the Bible about a brother named Lazarus and they say he dead. He even stinketh. They say, can, he, can these dry bones live? And God calls for Jesus, Lazarus. Come out! And guess what? God remembered him. God put himself, put that body back together again. Some of you here today, you may have some sickness in your body. God, remember me. God, you can put my back together. There was a sister in the Bible named Ruth. Her husband had passed away and she was a widow and she was down. But guess what? She went to the right spot and there was a brother named Boaz. And guess what? God put her situation back together. There was a woman with an issue of blood and she says, if I can just touch the hem, I will be made whole. God can remember me. Guess what? All throughout the Bible, God knows how to put you back together. Lord, remember me. I remember I was in college, 1995. I, was, I broke through the line, about to sack the quarterback, and my knee went out. And the doctor says, you've torn your ACL. You're done. I said, Okay. He says, you probably won't be as fast as you used to be, and you won't do this, and you won't do that. Ah, well, uh, I appreciate your medical wisdom. I appreciate what you're telling me, but my Bible says... Whose report are you going to believe? I came back faster and stronger. Now I got two screws in my knee and I got a screw in my shoulder. I'm all screwed up. But guess what? God put that thing back together again. Because see, with God, all things are possible. Truth be told, some of you got a job. You don't qualify. Why? Because God remembered you. Some of you in a house and didn't qualify. God remembered you. Guess what? If you could understand. That he knows the hairs on your head. He knows the way that you go. The Bible says his eyes are on the sparrow. Don't you know he's watching out for you? He says he takes care of the lilies of the valley. Don't you know he'll take care of you? He is able. He is able. He is able. Lord, remember me. Ephesians 3.20 says, Now unto him who is able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all we may ask or think according to the power that worketh in Look at your neighbor and say, if you ain't feeling this right now, I got to do a road check. Because see, there's some stuff I need God to remember. Praise God. At the Bible is where two or three touch and agree. It's established. There's some things I'm asking God to remember. There's some dreams I got. There's some things. There's a baby on the inside. There's some things God has to me that have not been birthed yet. And I need to be around people who got faith. Look, look, Lord, remember me. Because truth be told, People never thought you'd be here. Truth be told, people said you wouldn't qualify. You weren't good at But guess what? God remembered you. God can put you back together. I'm a witness. I'm a testimony. Two years ago, the doctor says, ah." Uh, Jomo, you have stage three colon cancer. You're going to have six months of chemotherapy. And they put a port in my chest. And I was sitting up here Sundays, on Sundays, y'all, preaching with a port. I'm encouraging people as I'm going through chemo. Why? Because greater is He that's in me than He that's in the world. Guess what? Because no weapon formed against me shall prosper. I am more than a conqueror through Christ Jesus. My brothers and sisters, you are in a faith fight. You better make up in your mind that, praise God. I, when the Bible says, when you've done all you care, stand. Lord, Father God, I stand on your word. Father God, I thank you that my light shall be greater. Lord, I thank you that weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning time. Lord, your word says, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice.
0: and for your continued support to this radio ministry. If you'd like to support Fresh Wind Radio, you can do so by visiting our website at
1: freshwindradio.com and simply clicking the Donate tab. Thanks again for supporting